What is up, everybody? This is Hunter Williams. Thank you for tuning in to listen to me today. This is going to be episode 13 of the Weapons of High Performance podcast. And in today's episode, I'm going to be talking about your nature and going against your nature. So doing things that are not with your nature. And what's the difference between doing things that are actually hard and doing things that are actually in sync with your nature? Because there's a lot of things in life that are going to be hard, but not necessarily a lot of things that are concurrent, I think that's the best word, with your nature. But before we dive into all that good stuff, just want to remind you, if you like free money and you can leave a comment on the YouTube video or a review on iTunes every Friday to the subscribers of my email newsletter list, I will send them an email with the best comment or review and that person will get a $100 gift card. So yeah, if you like free money, don't mind dropping a comment, like, all that good stuff or a review on the podcast on iTunes, you get free money. So thank you for your engagement on the video. Now to jump on in, what I want to talk about is, again, going to be what are things in life that are concurrent with your nature? And for me, just as I've matured and developed and everything, you start to find things that you enjoy doing because time goes by faster when you're doing them. And it doesn't necessarily have to be an overarching thing, but something that you enjoy doing as part of something larger that you may not enjoy doing. I think a lot of times, especially with younger people, when you're starting out in life, it's tough to find things that you actually like to do more often than it is to find. It's more often... Let me rephrase that. It's more often that you find things that you don't like to do versus finding things that you actually like to do. With me, there's a lot of different intellectual interests that I have. The problem is trying to put all those into one thing that actually yields a tangible result because there's so many different things that I'm interested in. But it's one thing to have interest in something and then also another to actually be passionate about it. So I think one of the most important things that you can do and again, we're talking more about nature here today, what the nature of yourself is, is actually define what your nature is. So if you're someone that's more introverted versus extroverted, that's going to be part of your nature. That's not something necessarily that you have. It could be, but not something that you're going to have a huge conscious choice over. I know myself, I'm an introvert, and I don't get to choose that I'm an introvert or an extrovert. Now, there may be more times that I'm more introverted or more extroverted or more inclined to act one way versus the other, but it's going to be what you feel most in sync with. And I think one of the most important things is to recognize that and begin to work through, okay, these are the types of things I like, and these are also the types of things that I don't like. So again, defining it, and there's lots of, diff uh, lots of different personality tests that you can take. So there's, <coughs> excuse me, there's a bunch of different tests out there that can take you through a series of questions and help you understand, okay, this is going to be something that I enjoy doing. So I may gravitate towards this type of job or this type of work or really understand what I'm going to be passionate about. And again, you don't have to be doing necessarily something that is your 100% born with passion, but you can recognize your nature and then gravitate towards what types of things in your nature are going to be the most fulfilling to you. And then that way you're going to be the happiest. Again, life isn't all just roses and happy times. There's going to be tough times, but there's also going to be good times. Part of 
enjoying life and getting the most fulfillment is actually going to be recognizing what you actually enjoy doing. And although that sounds really simple, it's actually much harder in reality than it is in theory. So one of the most important things is to define your nature. So kind of look at your social nature, introvert, extrovert, and then also your activity nature. Are you some someone that enjoys doing physical activity? Are you more a physical person? Are you more intellectual person? And it's not to say that you have to be one or the other. You can be a bunch of different things. But there's value in taking time to step back and analyze your life and analyze everything that's going on and try to really, really look hard and say, okay, I enjoyed this part of doing that. I, maybe I didn't enjoy school altogether, but I enjoyed gym class in school. Okay, so I like things that are going to be more physical activity oriented. That was definitely me. But really try to work on it. And this is something that is a constant work in progress. It's not always going to be dead set. You're not going to be <laughs> sitting under a tree one day and all of a sudden you're going to, boom, I realize my nature, my true calling and everything. It's going to be something that happens over time and is also going to change over time depending on the stage of life that you're in. So that's, again, one of the most important things is kind of whenever you're looking at a mental framework of something is define it first. So understand what your nature is. And then from there, you can work towards doing something that's going to be more concurrent with your nature. I think for me, especially just having done a bunch of different things in my past, you can start to see common themes from all of those things that not only that you were really good at, but also that you enjoyed doing and something that when you were doing it, the time went by a lot faster. So the next thing I want to talk about that leads in from defining your nature is to understand, and this is something that I didn't hear anywhere else and kind of just coined off the top of my head when I was thinking about what to say, is being in sync versus out of sync. And I think... Again, it's going to be one of those things that's harder to define, but I think we all know when we've been doing a task or an activity or something, and we're totally in sync. So we're completely in a state where we're really enjoying it. Again, time's going by really fast. We don't even think about time versus out of sync when you're completely just dreading every moment of the activity that you're doing and just thinking, when can I get out of here? When can I get out of here? I remember when I worked at a bank, we usually had to stay till 6 or 6.30 at night. And by 2 o'clock for the day, I was absolutely dreading the next four and a half hours because it was against my nature to just sit in a desk and do menial computer tasks. Now, for some people, that could be a great opportunity and they enjoy what would be the fruits of whatever would come from doing that type of work but for me. I knew, I defined at that moment that that was not part of my nature to do something like that. And I knew, although I could have forced myself to go through it, that it wouldn't be concurrent because I was out of sync. I was completely out of sync from what I know I should be doing as a person. So I think it's really important to understand when am I in sync versus when am I out of sync. And if you want, write it down throughout the day. If you notice, wow, man, that last two and a half hours flew by because I really enjoyed what I was doing. And for many people, that might just be the extracurricular activities that you're doing. But try to pull common threads from whether it's extracurricular activity, activities or work activities and piece those together to really understand what your nature is. I think it's important also to 
ultimately the goal is to be completely in sync. So to be completely doing something that's 100% your nature that you enjoy. And I think every human that exists on the planet should have the right to do that. Now, does everybody get to? No. But I think it's important also that while we talk about this, we talk about how important it is to be in positions where you're out of sync because then you start to realize what you actually like and enjoy doing. So just as it's important to understand what you do enjoy doing, do enjoy doing, it's also important to understand what you don't like. Because what happens is as you start to progress through life, you're going to realize these things when they come to you, whether it's a new job opportunity, relationship, whatever it is, and you're gonna realize, okay, that is not what I wanna be doing. And I've been there before and I realized that wasn't what I wanted to be doing. So it's important to be into situations where you aren't doing something that you know is your nature. But when you do that, your nature becomes more defined and then you learn stuff to take back into whatever the activity is that you feel really in sync doing. So I know that's kind of a theoretical framework, but just to give you an example, and I'll talk about this a little bit later in the episode when I get into my personal experience, but I do a sales job. Now, 10 years ago, I would have never imagined in a million years that I would be doing a sales job. I'm a complete introvert. It wasn't my nature. But when I started doing that, I was forced into things that I wasn't comfortable doing. And in doing so, I realized my nature. One, I realized the power I had to actually go outside of my nature, but then also to do those and then pull ideas and frameworks back into what I am actually good at and then see it from a different perspective. So I think it's really, really, really important to be able to see these things from a different perspective. Obviously, it'd be nice if we were all in our comfort zone all the time doing something that we exactly and absolutely are passionate about, but we're not going to get closest to what we really want to be doing unless we're forced into doing things that are outside of that. So another thing that I also wanted to talk about, and I think this is hugely important, just in my experience, having been in organizations and on teams and everything, is it's actually very, very important, not just for you personally, but for the people that you're around, for you to understand your nature. So part of, in life, you're going to have to be a part of a team. It's not a question of if, it would be nice, and sometimes I think that's myself because I'm a really, really big introvert, is to just be able to go on an island somewhere by myself and I can sit there and think and do all the work that I want to do for, for the day. Unfortunately, that's not going to pull the best out of me and that's not going to contribute the most to the world, even though that might be the most selfish thing of me to do. So it's really important as a person that could be in an organization, working as part of a team, or just having relationships with your friends and family, it's very, very important that you actually define your nature for those people. Because the better that you know your nature, what your strengths are, what you're comfortable doing, and what you're not comfortable doing, what you're not good at doing, the better it's going to help those people around you understand that they may need someone that does have strengths in whatever area that you have weaknesses. And whenever you have a team, that's really, really important to have different parts and different people that are complementary to each other in terms of how they interact on the team, what they're good at, and what value they provide to the team eventually so that you can provide the most value to the world. So not only is it crucial for yourself, to define your nature, understand what you really like doing, 
but it's really, really important when you're on a team and in an organization of any sort, whether it's an extracurricular just for fun or if it's for the sole purpose of making money, it's really important that you define that because other people need to know that about you. And unfortunately, humans aren't the greatest at communicating that with each other, especially within organizations. So one thing I know just from working in the organization that I do is how important it is to have people that are good at certain things and not good at others and having people that are good at those things that they're the other people aren't good at and being able to have them in sync so that whatever organization you're in becomes a well-oiled machine. So anytime you're on teams, one of the most important things you can do as a team is have everyone go inside of themselves and say, okay, what is my nature? What do I enjoy doing? And then how can we work with each other to sync up and be optimized in the best way possible? So again, for teams, it's going to be even more crucially important. But I think what people will see as they go throughout life is that Again, your nature is going to change. And so realizing that we're all living organisms and when humans are together trying to accomplish a task, that's also coming together to be one organism. So as people change through the cycles of life and everything, it's important that you're always going back and really refining what you think to be your nature is because the more refined as you transition and also as you learn about yourself and everything, the more that you do that, the more useful you're going to become to an organization because you're going to know what you're good at and then also what you're not good at. But you get better at placing yourself into roles that maybe you didn't five years before. So I think that's really important. And again, you don't have to have this huge overarching theme of this is my passion. I'm doing it 100%. Life is learning and life is growing through developmental phases where you get better and better and better. And I say that to myself as much as anyone is what I always try to go back to. What do I want to be doing? What is my nature? And then how can I get closer towards that? And I think when you have individuals in an organization that are all doing that, by default, the team's going to become better because you're more comfortable with who you are and you're more You've come to better terms with it and are able to communicate that more effectively. So again, going to be crucial for teams to have individuals within them that really are focused on defining and going with their nature. Next thing, obviously, that I want to talk about is why this is crucial for high performance. And I think it kind of goes without saying, but I do want to break it down a little bit, is how important it is to be performing at the highest level possible how important it is that whatever activity you're doing is concurrent with your nature and again that's not to say that there will be things that you don't want to do that you have to do and but it's it's really really important that you examine these things in your life in order to achieve the highest performance Because I know for myself personally, if I'm not doing something that I'm really passionate about or I feel is concurrent with my nature, my attention is going to drop away from that. I'm not going to have any interest in doing it. And just by default, 
my performance is going to be much lower on that. So, again, it sounds cliche to say that obviously to be the highest performer possible, you have to be doing something that's with your nature. The problem is I don't think a lot of us have thought about that to the fullest extent possible and are in the continual practice of thinking about that over and over again and trying to refine it. Thereby, we're not achieving the highest performance possible. And again, I say that not to say that everything is going to be always easy and very just a cakewalk, but it is really important if you want to be the highest performance person possible that you're always working on breaking down what your nature is and then how you can reinforce that to whatever organization you're in or if you're the creator of an organization so that you can build parts around you to complement where you're not. And I think a lot of high performers, whether you're an entrepreneur or where, whatever you're at in life, you're most likely in a leadership position. I don't care if you're in high school, you could be a captain of a team, you could be in charge of something all the way up to the highest CEO of the biggest company in the world. It's very, very important that you define your nature because you're going to be able to put people around you that help not only you succeed at the highest level, but help them succeed at the highest level. Now, if you're not a person that exam is examining what your nature is, chances are you're not going to be, help be able to help others that much either. So it's almost not even, I mean, it's important for everybody, but even a hundred times more important if you are a leader in an organization because you you have to know how to structure the parts around you in order to get the best results for everybody. So that's it's going to be crucial for someone that wants to be high, high performance to understand that about yourself so that you don't spend the time in your life focusing on things that don't drive the best results for you. So if you're an extrovert, you don't spend times, you don't spend your time on things that maybe an introvert would be better at. If you're really good at communicating with people, you don't focus on doing spreadsheets all day because your highest and best use of your time can be driven and focused on one thing that you get really good at. And then you delegate and automate as much as you can away from that to someone that also is really good at whatever you're lacking. So I think it's, again, going to be, I know I've been harping on this, but really, really important for people that are in leadership positions to be able to recognize your nature and then structure everything around you in a way that complements you so that you are on the fastest trajectory to where you want to get. And the last thing that's my spiel on what I think about doing things that are concurrent with your nature. But the last thing I want to do is just give my experience with that. And I think for me, so myself personally, I'm super introverted, like I said, and to me, it's not my nature to be necessarily outside of my social comfort zone, being in a situation where I'm talking to lots of people when I do that. And especially doing a sales job, that can be something that comes up a lot where you're dealing with emotions and everything from tons of different people. Now, some people just by their nature are much, much better equipped to handle that than maybe I would be, or maybe even better have better empathy than I would. But because I recognize that I can 
try to structure the organization around me in a way where I have someone that is good at those things and then I focus on things that I want to do, which is having a vision for things, having chaos brought to order and thinking about things at a system level that helps, again, that organization function like a well-oiled machine. So I think for me, and it really didn't even get in, into thinking about these things at this level in my brain in the last couple of years, but you really have to understand what you like and don't like. And I think when I went to the Campbell Trophy Summit, one of the most valuable lessons I learned from Liz Wiseman, who's actually the author of this book called Multipliers, that kind of talked about a lot of this theme of putting people in the best position to amplify performance, is what things did I do, even in a sales job where I times I was thinking, how did I get here and why am I doing this? Because this isn't concurrent with my nature. There were things that I learned from that that helped me iterate ideas into something new that I never would have had had I not gone outside of my comfort zone of working a bank and doing spreadsheets and things like that. So I think it's really important that, again, that you're out of sync because you pull on these ideas and are able to formulate things into new ideas because you are doing something that was against your nature. If you're doing that all the time, though, it's not going to be the best because you're just going to encounter a bunch of resistance and not be able to focus on driving towards a goal and achieving what's going to give you the most fulfillment. And I think at the end of the day, I talk about this a lot. That's what is going to lead to the best life possible and whether your goal is to make as much money as possible, to be as happy as possible, whatever it is to reach the most fulfillment, you're going to have to define your nature and then work backwards from there to say, how do I structure my life in a way that allows me to be in sync most of the time with my nature and then set up people around me that help complement that in areas that you know you aren't the best. What does it take to find out areas that you aren't the best? You have to try a lot of different things. So again, I think for a lot of people, the question is, well, I don't know what my nature is because I haven't found that thing that really drives me to feel like I'm not being obligated to do it. So whether that's, I think a lot of people are stuck in jobs they don't hate, but then they don't know if they quit that job, what they would necessarily do because they're not passionate enough about something else. Well, I think to do that, you have to experience a lot of, well, maybe a lot of different things that you don't enjoy doing and then keep a running record of what you'd enjoyed or at least the type of things that you enjoyed from the experiences you had and coalesce those closer into something that you do enjoy doing. So hopefully that was helpful. Hopefully that makes more sense. And hopefully if you're listening to this and you never really have thought about what your nature is, try to break that down. And again, you can look at a bunch of different facets, whether you're introverted, extroverted, enjoy details or enjoy big ideas, enjoy creating things or enjoy working on things that are already there, enjoy working with people or enjoy working by yourself. Think about all those different things and then try to think about all the activities that you did. What did you enjoy most? And then do the exercise of writing down whatever activity you enjoyed most from school, job, extracurricular activities, all those things. What did you enjoy the most from doing those? And then try to piece together a document that pulls all those similarities from those things. 
And then for me, that's been the most helpful in understanding what my true nature is. And then what I can do is when you step outside and you're the third party observer and you're looking at all that, all of a sudden you start to see all these common themes. And then you have ideas about how you can synergize all those common themes into one thing that you work on that can become your life's work and that ultimately is going to lead you to be the most fulfilled. So hopefully that makes sense. And if anything that you got out of this episode, define your nature, write down what you've enjoyed doing from all the work that you've done, pull similarities out of it, and you can just do that on a blank piece of notebook paper. And hopefully that will help you get to the truest version of yourself. And again, that's going to be one of the most crucial things as a high performer is understanding what are the tasks that you actually enjoy doing so that you can get the results that you want to get. So if you listen to this whole thing, my sincerest thanks. Again, don't forget to leave a YouTube comment, a review on iTunes, and sign up for the email newsletter. You only have to do that once. Just sign up for the email newsletter. And I look forward to any type of help, feedback, anything like that I can give. You, you know, Feel free to reach out to me through this. So I look forward to hearing from you and talk to you again soon. Peace.